0: the satellite sisters celebrating the female friends in our lives have a birthday coming up maybe a wedding a shower just getting together with your girlfriends for a girls weekend great pick up a copy of you're the best and tell your satellite sisters they're the best available at amazon or wherever books are sold We're the Satellite Sisters. You're listening to the Satellite Sisters recap of the CBS drama Madam Secretary. Today we're talking about Season 3, Episode 3, South China Sea. I'm Leanne Dolan in Pasadena, California. I'm here with my sister Julie Dolan in Dallas, Texas. Hey, Joel, what do you think of South China Sea?
1: Well, Leanne, it's a big area, and we really should worry about it because those Chinese want it. Uh, But I like this episode. Certain aspects of this episode, other parts of it. I was a little bored,
2: to be honest. <laughs> okay.
0: All right. <laughs> you know, first thing I had to do was just look up South China Sea on a map. You know, I knew I, I you know, I know it seems obvious that it's the sea south of China. I just yeah. wanted to make sure I knew, you know, what they were talking about. So I, I usually watch Madam Secretary with my laptop open anyway to take notes for our recap. So I could just, ch- I could just take a look at that. That was helpful. But I put together a list of alternative titles for this Okay, episode. good.
1: I want to hear. What do you got, okay. Leanne?
0: Battle of the lapel pins. All right. A lot of lapel pins at the beginning of this episode. A lot of them. All right. How about this one? Oh my gosh, the president leaves the Oval Office. We actually saw Dalton leave the Oval Office this week.
1: Do you think that was good news or bad news, Lee? I think it was we'll bad. I think
0: it was bad news. We'll talk about it. How about just catfishing? All right. I funny, like funny. Like, yep. like it late. Panda diplomacy. Oh well, yes. Uh China blinks. Uh-huh. And then what the heck is going on with our fridge? I mean, (laughs) poltergeist.
1: That was was excellent. That's what I have in my notes, Lane. Poltergeist. Yes, exactly.
0: All right. So in this episode, uh, first of all, it starts off and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, it's Lost. I loved it. Like a a multicultural cast in a boat, you know, all sweaty and attractive and young and wet, like coming ashore and taping stuff. I was like, oh, it's just like Lost. And then, no, that wasn't what it was like at at all. These were some environmental activists and they were in the South South China Sea on an atoll. Is that how you say that word? Yes. On an atoll. uh, They were documenting a buildup of Chinese military stuff there on an atoll that does not actually belong to China. And then the Chinese captured them. And then that sets the plot in motion that the Chinese have these activists. They're going to prosecute them as spies. Things are looking dim, but it's really a way to show that China has stepped in and is taking over uh, these unclaimed lands in the South China Sea. Now, Julie, yeah, this that's, is you know a lot more about this area than me. Is that a well, fair I, description? Used,
1: I that's a fair description. I used to live in Bangkok, so I was a little more oriented to Southeast Asia and to what's going on. And that th- this is all happening—that there are actual disputes in this about—they're not even islands, Liam. These these atolls that um, that China says are theirs, and you know, other com- uh, you know, other countries are fighting for. So that's accurate. I also love that so much happens in this show before the opening credits. I I mean, they always do this cold open. So where you're not even certain you're watching the right show, you know, it's like, well, because, because every week it's a different situation. So that was exciting that they plunge you right in. I like that. It does
0: always surprise me when the credits come up. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is great. We haven't even gotten to the credits yet. And so much has happened. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's good. All right. So that's the main storyline. Secondary storyline is Crazy Henry and the spooky fridge. All right. So we have somebody is tailing, stalking, tormenting the McCord family, targeting the kids. They've done all kinds of things like get into their computers, you know, set them up at school, left cryptic notes. And so Henry, we see in one of the opening scenes, Henry and Bess making the bed together, which is very cute. Was I scene. thought that
1: was good. Best line of, um, of the, of the show was pillow shams are the worst job in the whole house. Isn't that true? <laughs> it's so true. I hate trade change. I hate changing those pillow shams and sometimes they have buttons on them. Yeah. Love that
0: line. And they need to be ironed. I mean, oh, I know we have mentioned before that we find it hard to believe that Bess has zero help at the house, yes. you know? Yeah
1: that i really don't think the secretary of state makes her own bed that's i just i just don't but Uh,
0: but okay it does make for some charming domestic scenes. So yeah. because Bess is not particularly talented in the kitchen. She seemed to be a solid bed maker. It's a hard task to do. So and I like seeing her, Julie, in her um in her layered casual look, right? That, that was, was good. a very
1: casual look Lee. Yeah. You know, sweatpants, yeah. a sweatshirt, but yes, another underlayer. Yeah, I'm sure that outfit costs thousands of dollars. Yeah.
0: So we have Crazy Henry in the spooky fridge. He's convinced that the person he's convinced that Possibly they should check out a former student of Bess's who at one time made some threats, you know, has a possible tie to computer science, could be the guy. Bess dismisses him. It's not this guy. But Henry, you know how he likes to do things? He's taking it right to the FBI. You know, your computer's broken, he takes it right to the White House. I know. He's got a hunch. He's going right to the FBI. The only reason this was uh, a disappointment to me was last week we saw Henry, you know, the archaeologist uh, going off doing, you know, fighting the good fight for on behalf of antiquities. And I thought we were going to get more like bull whips and hats and going off into the desert in Syria and saving antiquities. So I was sorry to see that that, you know, he's back to just like taking his laptop to the FBI. That's that made me sad. I know. I know. But he's, you know, he's a family man. He
1: wants to protect his children, his protect his wife. You know, he feels he has a very big role in that, Liam.
0: Okay. So let's go back to There's really just two storylines this time. Although there was a subplot of um, Panda Talk, which <laughs> I don't know. What do you, you think about that? I got the sense that one of the writers in the writer's room had just discovered the Panda Cam and was like, I'm going to write an episode about this. I, yeah, there was. I mean, the Panda, panda Cam's talk. been around for a long time. Yeah. You know, yeah.
1: And I was very happy that as part of the – well, first of all, the ov- overall diplomacy issues, the foreign policy that we decided to fight China in Vietnam, that was the sort of what was going on in this episode. Yeah. I felt like saying, we've already tried that. That doesn't work best. <laughs> you may not be familiar with something called the Vietnam War where we were fighting China in Vietnam. Didn't work out so well. Okay. Uh, but as part of the of the deterior, uh, deteriorating relationships between China and the U.S. in this uh, episode, China recalls their pandas from the National Zoo, which, okay, that was funny, Liam. Come it was on, funny. Having, having a recall. But we're standing with the pandas. We were not giving those pandas up, which is the appropriate response, no yeah. doubt. But yeah. you're right. The panda can has been around for like 15, 20 years, it's right? At least 10
0: years. At least 10 okay. years. Yeah. Yeah. And so I I was just surprised. They really went all in on the panda cam, especially when Russell was leading the charge, like foaming at the mouth over the pandas. So, you know, I like pandas a lot, but uh, it did surprise me. But you're right, Julie. So this is what happens. China is playing hardball. They're not going to give these they're not going to give these, quote, spies back. Bess conveniently has a catfish summit in Vietnam and, you know, because Bess is Bess, she manages to talk the president of the United States into going to Vietnam, which is kind of a big deal, especially when we know he's now fought in Vietnam in like a 12 second meeting in the White House. He's in, he's going, that guy who never leaves the Oval Office, isn't (laughs) (laughs) Have we seen him leave the Oval Office? No, he
1: stays there. I mean, he's running for president of the United States as an independent candidate, and yet he's never at any political rallies. So I can't figure out his campaign strategy but maybe he's tweeting a lot leon i, I hear know. that's
0: popular i mean every time Bess busts into the oval office he's there it's like oh hey it's like you know it's like the office manager or something at the oval office he's always there so uh he decides to go to vietnam they're gonna talk tough to china and you know russell says well this would really be a great time as you're running as an independent to bring up your vietnam service because that's something that usually independ- independent 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 Independent. That's the independent. (laughs) That's a new
1: party. The independent party.
0: (laughs) The independents.
1: I think it's a big help, Liam. That's who I'm voting for. Okay. Thank you, Liam.
0: (laughs) I support panda rights, panda panda rights and panda camps from, um, so, uh, so it's Russell says, you know, a, usually an independent candidate gets dinged on their military toughness. But you really fought in Vietnam. You know, you have some you could use that. And they're like, oh, no, we can't do that. And then they make a lot of catfish jokes. So then but he turns around. They go to Vietnam in like 12 seconds. And Julie, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's kind of a long trip to Vietnam. is It that? is a
1: long trip. Okay. Yeah, it is. It's about from Washington, D.C., maybe 17, 18 hours, you know, yeah, to get right. there. But they get there. And, and you know, Bess looks fresh as a daisy when yep. she's there in Vietnam. Yeah, And
0: everyone's okay. wearing their appropriate lapel pins. We have the Vietnamese lapel pin when somehow the Chinese minister shows up, kind of uninvited, uh, and he's wearing his China lapel pin. And, you know, Dalton has his U.S. lapel pin. And then we get to a place, and they're walking through a garden because that's Vietnam, and they're talking about the war, and can you imagine we're here? And I, I just felt like those scenes in Vietnam felt a little flat because— I think it would be pretty emotional if you were a Vietnam veteran going back as the president of the United States. And if you were the president of Vietnam, having lived through the war, as they said, it would be a little more emotional. And I think, Julie, I pinpointed it to the blue blazer. There was just something. Yeah. That was the problem. It's just a little John Kerry for me, you know, the blue blazer. It just, and then I just, I just thought there might, they might do more with that moment. So. Yes. Yeah. I agree with you. I, I, I thought this, that this was the part of the show
1: that I thought was, I thought it should be better. And it was a little boring. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. And they had, you know, and then president Dalton sort of does his like reminiscing about Vietnam. Oh, the air feels the same. And I was like, don't say Jasmine, don't say Jasmine. And then he said, Oh, the <laughs> smell of Jasmine. And again, uh, just about it the blue blazer. Like I think that <laughs> monologue might've had a little more depth. And then Beth, you know, Beth talks about being in the desert and her experiences there. So, um, But Bess's, the expression on Bess's face is really the same as mine, like, please stop talking and let's make (laughs) our catfish jokes, right?
1: Let's get back. Let's get back
0: to some action. Yeah. Okay. So then, then, then there's all these negotiating points. We got the panda cam. We have everyone running around like they've never seen a panda before. And then somehow at the end, Bess kind of pulls it all out, like... She's going to save China's face and this and that. And they see there's a military vehicle on the Atoll and that really is a problem. And, oh, if we tell the other people, you know, in the area, the other countries in the area, that's going to be an issue. And boom, she just solves this whole problem in like an well, in an hour, frankly.
1: Yeah, that, that light bulb goes off. Yeah. I mean, I do love the way that she negotiates, you know, that she just like plopped down on the couch next to the uh, Chinese ambassador And just tried to work through the problems. She just, she just figures it out. She just goes in her, like, goes in her bag of tricks and comes out with the right package of stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And everybody seemed happy. You know, the the people are still going to have to go through a trial the activists, and that's probably not going to go well. But at least, you know, they won't be shut up in a Chinese prison. But uh, there you go. It just, you know, and the, the whole sort of theory was symbols matter. You know, that's what Russell said about the pandas and the atolls and and the president going to Vietnam. That was kind of the subtext there of the whole plot. Uh, You know, they wrapped it up quickly. That's what I thought. Just went very quick. So... um, and then we had Crazy Henry and the Spooky Fridge, all right? Yes, okay. <laughs> Explain, Leon, because that was that was right out of Poltergeist, yes. So Henry's got this theory. He's not getting a lot of pickup from the FBI. Uh, he's using his inside sources, you know, Black Dog Station and whatnot, um, to find out that, the, oh, the guy, you know, applied for a job, didn't get it uh, with the government, Is has a degree in computer science, does stuff like this. And then one night he's sitting at the house and things start to go bad, like the light flickers on and off. And then, and then the TV goes on and off. And then the fridge just starts like spitting ice cubes out. That was excellent. It's my, one of my favorite moments of this episode. Liz, summer is coming up and you know what that means? It means you're grilling, you're
2: grilling and chilling there with your,
0: with your butcher box. What what do you got going on the grill
2: this summer? Well, you know, here's the thing, because I'm going to be up in, in Bend for part of the summer.
0: Sign up today at ButcherBox.com slash sisters and use code SISTERS to choose your free-for-year offer, plus get $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Liz, you know we love talking about FrameBridge, don't we? We do. <laughs> because, because, because there are just so it, many fun things to frame, Leon, aren't there? Right. Anything. You can just upload a digital photo from your phone and they can print it and frame it. And that is a gift right
2: there, a gift people would love getting. But Liz, you recently had quite an exciting frame bridge experience. Would you like to share? Would you like to know I talked about how when we were at the Bruce Springsteen concert, I was with our brother Dick, his wife Susan, his two kids, and one of the roadies threw us the set list at the end of the show, which was amazing See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over
0: 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or see a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything, like a Bruce Springsteen set list. That's FrameBridge.com. Thanks, FrameBridge. I mean, how is that even technically possible? How do you make someone else's fridge do that? Uh, Well,
1: Leanne, some of these fridges are pretty high tech now, you know, where that, uh, like Samsung has one where you can see inside the fridge. You know, on your, on your iPhone. Yeah. yeah I, I oh, can't
0: yeah. even get my own ice maker to work. Correct. No, it's all jammed up. Yeah. <laughs>
1: no amount of like spirits or stalkers could like make my um, fridge spit ice cubes.
0: <laughs> okay. So I'm safe. It's part of my defense system. here, at Liam. My favorite part of this whole storyline was at one point, Henry starts mansplaining mental illness and stalking to Bess, who actually yeah. worked at the CIA. And she says to him, you do remember I worked at the CIA, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's such a professor sometimes. He has to overexplain explain yeah. things. Uh, but he goes off on his own. He goes rogue. He's going to track down this guy. He's going to confront him. And just then, oh, right before he does it, the FBI shows up. It's like, hey, we're on this. You're going to blow the whole deal. If you if you go in and Henry is sort of shamed, uh, you know. He- yes.
1: I mean, that was a wildly inappropriate, impulsive thing he was doing. First of all, you know, using government resources. I mean, OK, his wife is a secretary of state, but that he was not in charge of that investigation and no. sort of stalking this guy. We have no evidence that he really is involved in any of this. And Henry was just going up to the house. So good thing that the FBI um, stepped in.
0: Yeah. So it just may be a reminder of that little post traumatic stress disorder that Henry suffered after the bombing. You know, he's been yeah. through a lot. So it seems like he was just kind of worked up about this. And now the kids are terrified because if your ice machine started like just spitting ice cubes out on the floor, that would be very scary. So, right. Um, I,
1: and I no longer think Jason's involved because last okay. week I believe that maybe Jason was behind some of this stalking stuff. But now I think it's. It's, ele- it's elevated to such a level that he could not orchestrate that.
0: All right. Any any theories? We had some theories on the Satellite Sisters Facebook page. Uh, last week I mentioned I thought it was the British boyfriend. I think he's still, you know, I think he's still possible. Now, we have this new character, and I think she's going to be recurring, that snappy captain who worked on the cyber team. And she kept calling everyone ma'am, right? Yes, captain. Captain Ronnie Baker, yes. Captain that she, Ronnie. So she, I think she'll be back. She said that you know Bess was one of her heroes. She's you know dressed in military gear. That's good. They don't have a lot of military people around, so that's good. Uh, but um, I, I don't know. She seemed to she seemed to show up conveniently. I wondered if she could possibly be in on this.
1: Oh, <laughs> Leah, you're really turning on her. She's she's true blue. She's turned down the big Silicon Valley jobs to work for her government. And
0: go after the bad guys. And you have like you doubt her sincerity. Huh. Okay. All right. Now I'm shamed. Now I'm shamed. I'm shamed. I'm shamed. All right. You know, I just thought, I think she'll be back. Is all I'm saying. I think she's yes. going to be a recurring character. All right. And then uh, any other theories, Julie, on the bad guy for you? No. I, I well, I say it's the Russians. I, I that's going to be
1: my answer to all of it. I don't. That's now that I've uh, eliminated Jason, I'm going back to the Russians. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. So that mystery is still uh, is still out there. We don't know where next episode is going to take Bass. We hope President Dalton just stays in the Oval <laughs> Office. Just stay in the Oval Office. Let Bess do her job. Just, you stay yeah, at home. Or
1: just, or just go on some campaign trips, you know, just by yourself. That's what we think. Yeah. All right. I do want to give a shout out to Blake. I think he had some excellent looks this week at one point Bess goes to the office and she goes she goes up to the coffee bar and it's just chock full of coffee cake and muffins and she takes a muffin and she puts it on her plate did you see that yeah Jake was staring at her. It's like, don't eat it. Don't eat it. Eat something healthy. Do not eat that muffin. Do not eat that. But she ate the muffin. And then, of course, he was very involved with the panda cam as well. He was enjoying, as part of his research, he was enjoying watching the pandas.
0: Yeah. I did like the scene too when it was just wonky talk like in the hallway. I feel like we could use more of those. Like I love yeah. the supporting cast. I you know, I feel like sometimes because there's so much action and stories outside of the State Department that that we're not seeing as much of them this season. But when yeah. I was thinking, well, "Where is the China Sea?" then we had the wonky talk right there in the hallway where they hit like 15 different facts and figures about uh, about the South China Sea. I think even um uh, Bibi Newell said, oh, fun with facts, right? <laughs> she, yes. had that. she had that line. So I appreciated that. She had some good clothes this week, I thought. She looked good. She always looks pulled together. Um, Elizabeth's clothes this week, no real standouts for me in the Binders Full of Blouses uh, segment of the show. I, I, I think that black rhythm has to go. What is that black rhythm? Oh,
1: terrible, yeah. terrible. That black tie thing, please take it yeah. off. It's just... Terrible. And I believe once again she's wearing a black bra under that white shirt. Okay. What what? She's the Secretary of State. Okay? Now I was sort of tempted by the power jumper, Leon. You know, she wore oh, that yeah, early yeah. on. I just don't know. I, I think it may be maybe like if I attempted a power jumper, it wouldn't really work. I but it on Bess, I, I think it's a very effective, flattering. Uh, look for her, and I enjoyed watching that. Yeah. yeah, it's
0: not every woman that can wear tweed either and look like that. Like you yeah. have to be very slender, and 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 that. Like if you have, let's face it, if you have like any kind of chest, a jumper is not your look. That's not okay, okay. But there I'm are gonna... some of us that maybe we, you know, maybe But you
1: could pull maybe, it off. Yeah, you could maybe. Pull it off. I don't know, Leon. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm sort of tempted by the power yeah. jumper. That yeah. was that was it, but. That that black tie, oh, that was terrible. <laughs> just just terrible.
0: I don't know. It was sad. Okay.
1: Really was sad. Yeah. All
0: right. Um, anything else? Any other observations? Since and her talked? hair is still too long,
1: so I may be, you know, maybe the poltergeist going on in her house will attack her hair, and she'll need to get a cut or something.
0: Or wear it up in a ponytail. I'd be interested in that.
1: Oh, Power ponytail, (laughs) with the Power Jumper. Okay.
0: And she really looked like she was eight (laughs) going to Catholic school. No, she did a fine job with China. She did a fine job with China. I hope Henry calms down, and uh, we'll see where this all takes us yeah i'm sure we are going to get a little bit of election stuff too coming in. but um, i'd like to see jay have more i'd like to see the supporting cast have some more some more screen time next week. some more screen time next week. Uh, we are the satellite sisters. We also do a regular podcast every week called satellite sisters it's news talk, laughs, headlines. You name it. We talk about it on satellite Sisters. You can find that at iTunes or at Stitcher or at SatelliteSisters.com. And we do a recap of Poldark, which was kind of a shocking and stunning episode this week. So if you're a fan of the PBS masterpiece drama Poldark, we have a recap of that. We just would like to say thanks to everybody who's been listening to the Madam Secretary recap. We have a lot of fun doing this. We have a lot of fun talking about this show. We just... You know, love seeing, love seeing Bess as the Secretary of State. Just a great female character. Love the writing on this show. It's always really fun to talk about, isn't it, Jill? It sure is, Liam. Yes. All right, we're the Satellite Sisters, and don't forget, call your Satellite Sister.